It's all good. I just wanted what to up, see boys? us. What up, Cody? Putting phone on. Do not. It's good to disturb. see the boys. Don't disturb. Disturb the peace. Good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> I was actually going more with uh, Ludacris's uh, crew. I was thinking disturb. Weren't they called disturb the peace? I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like they were. I, I saw. Uh, TikTok of some somebody was like a TikTok recently, and somebody was like asking interviewing people, and uh, they're like, "Who's the most famous person from Atlanta?" And somebody was like, "Ludacris," without skipping a beat. I don't know if I would. You would no. agree with that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what about Andre Three Thousand or Big Boy? I think Ludacris is more popular. Not that he's like a better rapper or anything. I feel like more people would know Ludacris. You might be right. Uh, Ludacris was just in a stupid commercial with like Zoe yeah, Saldana. You saw, saw that one? <laughs> also, also. He's Chris Bridges now. Oh, sorry, Chris Bridges. I'm pretty sure, isn't Jimmy Carter also from Georgia? <laughs> like the president? Yeah, but I wouldn't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> I've never heard him say ATL. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is this technically the first time well we, we only recorded for the live here so this is the first time we're recording together Ooh, in yeah. this room a real episode a real one what up? wait we only did the live together yeah right because we didn't record anything else have we done this since you no because that was the only time because we hung out just we didn't record oh, yeah, anything we just hung out. Okay. yeah and then the ne next night was the live yeah yeah you're right so here we are. Oh, you guys are hanging out without me? Yep. <laughs> You're not invited. Yeah, no Cody's allowed. Typical. You turn up too much. And no blacks. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm just saying, I haven't noticed a single black person. Yeah. Where, are they? Where are they? We d we don't. None of us are black. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> black people are welcome in my house. Anthony, I wish that was true, but I haven't seen any since I've been here. Damn it. Can we get Torian on the line? I need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's call up our token. <laughs> there might need to be a little bit of editing. <laughs> I think Torian would laugh at that. He would. <laughs> token Torian. That's what I don't think Torian has listened to a single episode of the podcast. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, then, you know what? I stand by everything I just said. <laughs> Damn. No, shout out to Torian. Torian's cool as fuck. He's yeah. funny. You he should actually go check him and myself out mm. in a very old elderly ninja sketch written and directed by Anthony. Oh. Called Gayest Thing <laughs> I've Ever Heard. Yeah. And it, it is, is a funny, it is a funny sketch. I like it. Hopefully you're not like offended I used by in the my idea of the really. title. <laughs> it's actually like I found out that it's it like it's it's probably the most successful sketch via YouTube that we've done. Like it has the most views and everything. And it's only because there's um you guys ever watched The Misfits, the British show? Mm -hmm. Or I know what it is. I never watched it. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about the Glenn Danzig fronted punk band. Oh no, not that, not that one. <laughs> they're, they're cool, but uh, there's a character in Misfits, and he's also in the Umbrella Academy. I don't know this dude's name, but there's a scene where he's just like, "That's the gayest thing I've ever heard," and people must love that clip. And I didn't know this until after we did it. it wasn't like, but it's kind of like a stroke of like algorithm luck, you know? <laughs> people are searching the gayest thing I've ever heard. And <laughs> that's that's, that's what pops up. Well, when I was like 14 or 15, me and my friend Scott. Uh, some very stupid video. We found like, his dad's like bowling glove, uh -huh. like, a special glove made for bowling. <laughs> so like these two fingers are not gloved for the bowling ball, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> so I don't know why, you know, we were like 14, 15, so we're not that creative. So we're like, oh, this is like a anal fisting glove. <laughs> and we're like making it like a, something you would sell, you know, like a commercial for it. And we only have one comment under the video and it's this dude who's like, dude, this is the gayest video I've ever seen. <laughs> my friend replied, he's like, only like, only slightly gayer than searching anal fisting glove, which is the only way <laughs> you would have found this video. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah. I think he was just mad that his dreams were just like, oh, oh man, it's think, not real. Yeah, he was probably trying, trying to find like a DIY anal fisting video and came mm. across hours. <laughs> so if anyone needs a hit YouTube video that people are searching for, there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
damn, I can't find a way. I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> yeah, we to, were all like, thinking well, you know about it. Pyman. Maybe the maybe the one thing missing from this movie. Yeah. actually, for sure. <laughs> Dude, so I was I, like, even though I watched it recently with K. Watched like, what, Cody? What are we talking about? We're talking about Hereditary <laughs> today, guys. Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if this went on to be like a kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street Halloween, like the mom becomes this uh, character called Hereditary. <laughs> The Ari Aster horror movie for spooky season, guys. We're talking about the modern classic Ari Aster. Uh, by the way, just in case you guys didn't know, we are comics and chronic. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is my boy Jake Fh and uh, Anthony Iannaccio, and I am Cody Cannon, and here we are today talking spooky shit. Spooky, spooky, and I agree with that comment. Actually, modern classic. Yeah, I think it will go down in history. I think it already has. Honestly, yeah, yeah. like it's fucking great. And I have to say this before we do it. Like the first time I watched Hereditary, I did not like like it as much. What? I, I just Ooh. didn't. I don't know. Maybe it was like one of those like I was in a like I just didn't care the first. I don't know. Either way, this time I watched it and I was like from the beginning, I was like couldn't look away. You know, like oh, it was just man. I agree with what you guys just said. Did you see it Classic. in theaters or did you see it at home? No, both times at home. Oh, see, I, first uh, time I saw it in theaters. Same. Oh, nice. First time I saw nice. it in theaters and the first time I saw it, I was... Uh, it's scary. It's legitimately a terrifying film. Yeah, agreed. I almost like don't want to get high for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. Like especially if you get high and it gives you anxiety, don't yeah. don't combine the two. I wouldn't be smoking a sativa and watching Hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. And a big part of that is because, like, you know, when you're high and you're watching something, you pick up on things maybe you normally wouldn't, like, mm. or you're paying attention to things. Like, and one of those things in this movie for me was the background has like a humming. It's so unsettling. Like it works. Like it, Dude, it, it almost score, feels like cheating, but like the score it works. Is great, yeah. The score though. is unreal. Yeah. It's uh it's composed by Colin Stetson, who's this like insane I think he does plays like uh wind instruments, but he's obviously a composer. You could tell it's a lot of wind instruments. Yeah. Like I think he, there's a lot of oboe in this Ooh, bad boy. Love me, a, love me a good oboe. <laughs> I love the song at the very end in the very last scene, yeah. like that. Oh. Dude. That song is cool because for the last two hours, you've been watching this like really creepy, terrifying movie. And that song is actually not creepy. It's like beautiful. Cause yeah. Because yeah. to them, this crazy cult, they've just ushered in their king, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like you know, if a Christian Jesus came back, it'd be this beautiful music. Yeah. Even though there's two headless women at his feet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fucked. The whole movie is Fucked. Yeah. Terrifying. Fucked. But definitely yeah. like the last 45 minutes goes from like zero to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but like even before that, it's like really unsettling. Like, so I watched it in July. It was the most recent time I watched it. Uh I watched it with KO actually. Because he's what? He's old <laughs> enough now and he asked me if we could watch oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He's he's 13 and so he loves yeah. horror. So See, I think my nephew would be terrified. He's 12. I feel like he'd be scared if I showed him. Uh, oh, he was scared. He was so scared that he was like, <laughs> he was so scared when we were watching it that he was like, dad, can we turn this off and finish while the sun's up? tomorrow yeah. and i was like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's scary as fuck yeah cody was like son let's watch a movie about a family that destroys each <laughs> yeah, other exactly. <laughs> i do, do want to like okay i mean there's so much to unpack with this movie but uh, uh tony collette is unreal oh she's amazing great uh, acting like honestly like oscar worthy like some of the best acting i've ever seen agreed I had no idea she was Australian, like until way after I saw the movie too. I was like, "What?" I didn't yeah, even she, know that until she, now. She's an Aussie, yeah. <laughs> until this moment, <laughs> she does a really good American uh, accent. Yeah, even in like uh, Knives Out. 
Yeah, I think everything I've seen her in, I've always thought she, she was plays American. mostly American. Yeah. And then when I did, like, Little Miss Sunshine, that was the first movie. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about it. But that. when I heard her do an Australian accent, not that she's doing the accent, but, like, I was like, this is fake. Like, that's the worst Australian accent I ever heard. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's so funny. I have an English friend, and when I used to host that other podcast in L.A., he came, I brought him on as a guest, and my co-host was this chick. She was like, you're English? Like, you're trying way too hard. And he was like, I'm from fucking England. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very L.A. thing, though, for people to like. Fake an accent. Yeah, fake an accent. <laughs> yeah. But you know who doesn't fake anything? Payman. Mm. <laughs> the realist. I don't know. It seemed, it seemed like a lot of faking to get him to be. You know what I mean? Like, to usher him in. There was a lot of trickery. No, I would say it was more trial and error. A lot of trial and error. I mean, but, it cost him her brother's life. Yeah. Like Tony Collette's brother. Yeah, remember true. when she's at that group therapy session, she like pretty much spills everything. And she's like, oh, my brother was schizophrenic and heard voices and believed my mom tried to like put someone in him. You know what I mean? Like low key, like you realize now, like, yo, they've been trying to do this before. Yeah. And then her son wasn't who they wanted. Uh, Tony Collette's son. No, Charlie wasn't who they wanted. The daughter. The daughter. Yeah. No. But first it was the son because they wanted Charlie to be a, a girl. So they did. That's why they put Charlie in. Let Charlie possess. What is his name? Sam. Who? What? The Tony Charlie? Collette's Sam. Son. Tony Collette's son is Peter. Peter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. So her, the daughter. husband is Sam. Yeah. yeah. So, so Peter, for, I, I can't even remember why offhand, but they, he wasn't what they wanted. And that's why they named Charlie Charlie because they wanted her to be a boy because they're like, we're going to get it this time. And that's why they let Charlie possess Peter. Wait, hold on. Something about Peter was off. I can't no, remember. No, 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 no. You're misremembering it. Tony Collette, when she, when she, she says when she gave birth to Peter, she wouldn't let anyone go near him. But then when she had Charlie, yeah, that's it. The mom, the mom, like was like, I need. She probably wanted Peter also, but she wouldn't let him. She wouldn't yeah. let her mom do it. The grandma literally like breastfed, breastfed Charlie. Charlie yeah. yeah. So then with Char so then Charlie, she like relented and let the mom do whatever the fuck. So what they did with Charlie, they always he needs a male form. They said that he covets a male. form. <clears throat> yeah, he wants a male form. But yeah. Charlie's host, Charlie's spirit, was the one they wanted to become. Peter. Well, Payman was in Charlie. They wanted it to transfer to, to, to Peter. Gotcha. And, but Charlie had an infirm body. A, she was female. She had a peanut allergy. She was, like, weaker. She, they needed a stronger host. Okay. I misremember. But sh we should say this, though. Like, the first half of the movie, like Jake was saying, once it, like, you hit, like, the third act, it goes from, like, zero to, like, a thousand. Really, like, it's just insane. But, like, at first, it's it's very much a family drama. Yeah. And like a really intense family drama. Right. Yeah, and honestly, like... One thing I respect about this movie is that, like, there's a lot of, I mean, just like everything, parenting is nuanced. Being a parent is, like, a complicated thing. With Peter, she said he was a mistake. Like, she didn't want to have him. Yeah, she right. got pregnant by accident. Yeah. And so, like, saying those, having that, like, saying that out loud, not only isn't something that you say in cinema, but it's, like, very real and grounded in like reality and like how complicated being a parent is. And you know what I mean? Like, like the way she was like, uh, that speech she said when she covered her mouth and shit, like yeah. at the dinner shit, table. Yeah. No, no. In his bedroom. Oh, and oh, oh, yeah. that was a dream though. Right. She yeah. was, or she was sleepwalking. Well, you're right, because then... That was a dream, it, that part. You're right, that was a dream. Because yes. then, like, shit goes down, like, everything's on fire, yeah. like, but that was... It was a dream, but it's clearly true to her. Right, it's like her subconscious yeah, saying yeah. it. But yeah. no, I wanted to say, because of a lot of the stuff Cody was saying and how you guys are, like, theorizing, like, at first, so, like, we learn these facts about their family and nothing supernatural, like, like it's just weird and, like, lots of trauma. Like, lots. stuff that's happening in this family is just fucked. Like, it's a very fucked up family relationship, and they're not dealing with it. Then, towards the end of the movie, the decisions... Like, a big part of the movie is, like, all about who's taking responsibility. Like, mm. Tony Collette's character does not want to take responsibility for 
Anything. Anything, really. <laughs> and it's not that she has to take full responsibility. It's just like this idea of like in a family when there's trauma and shit is happening, like it's up to the family to like buck up to it or else it's never going to, you know, resolve. A24 loves dissecting family trauma. Yeah, they really That's do. True. They really <laughs> do. That's their bread and butter. <laughs> Like, you guys are talking about the pacing of the movie. That's not to say that this is dull. The entire no, I don't mean dull. No, we no, didn't mean I, that. I, I, never, like, I never said up. that. Yeah. You're dull. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but what I'm saying, though, is that, like, the sense of dread is throughout. It, it's oh, never, sure. like, yeah, it does get hor- like horrifying towards the end. But throughout, the entire movie is unsettling. Uh, at best, uncomfortable. At its best moments, uncomfortable. And at Dude, its the worst, fucking, just the opening alone, where it's outside the dollhouse that she makes. Yeah, and then it zooms in slowly, and it's actually Peter's room. That's a great, right? That is a great, great transition. Yep. Yeah, it really is. Like that's so cool. And then the dad comes in, throws his suit on the bed, and it's like, get ready for the funeral. <laughs> Unbelievable cinematography. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys ever see Dinner for Schmucks? This is going to be the worst comparison. <laughs> <of all time. laughs> I, did. I did, but I don't remember it well enough. To Steve Carell's character like does these like mini kind of things too, but with like mice dressed up in human clothes or something <laughs> like that. But it very much like the opening scene of that is like the Fool on the Hill by the Beatles, and like it has. Like, you remember Cody? Have you seen this? Yeah. Oh yeah, for it's sure. It's not like a good movie or anything, but it just kind of reminded me of that visual. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it better? Hereditary right? or yeah. dinner for schmucks? <laughs> oh man. Um I just realized you have a Tetris for Dummies book on your No, that's not Tetris for Dummies. Oh, that's a it? Brian Brown book. Oh god, I thought it was Tetris. <laughs> it looks like the blue and yellow look like the uh, cover of for dummies, you know? Oh, yeah, it kind of does. I thought it was going to be a Tetris. No, nah, see, I went through the school of hard knocks for Tetris. I had I had it on the original NES. Nice. And I would play it. Like, my, this is what happened. My aunt was like, you can't beat the last. Like, it's level nine, height five. You guys know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. That's like old school Tetris. She's like, you'll never beat this. Like, she was being mean to me. I was oh, like, shit. oh, all right. What? And then one day I beat it, but she wasn't home. She's like, you didn't beat it. I was like, yes, I did. She's like, show me. And then I beat it again. And I was like, I am the Tetris. I was like six years old. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't need Dude, Tetris I can picture six-year-old you doing like that. Wakanda forever. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, suck it. Yeah. Wakanda forever mixed with suck it. That's actually oh. pretty powerful. <laughs> That's the old one-two. <laughs> and then you dab. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Take that, awesome. Aunt Christine. <laughs> Shout out to Aunt Christine, by the way. This episode Shout is about me. family trauma yeah. and drama. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, even like Scorsese has gone on record. Like He was on a show, uh, some interview show, and he like loved Hereditary. Nice. He specifically loved that scene. And it's easily the best acting scene in the movie, filled with the great acting scenes. But like, it is when she has the argument at the dinner table with the son. Yeah, she talks about oh. maybe we could use this trauma to like strengthen our family. But now, yeah, that whole monologue she gives is like really like that's an Oscar worthy monologue. I agree. Like, oh, for sure. That's some great acting. It doesn't even. Yeah. That's what the cool thing about this movie. It's out of this world. Yeah, yeah. That's the cool thing about this movie is like, dude, the horror is not even necessarily like the strongest part part of it. It's like right. the real relatable family drama and like the mental health shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if that doesn't pull you in. It's actually funny. I was just I was just reading. Um, it was Philadelphia, or there was a line in one of the Rodney Barnes comics, and he's like, in order to like, he's talking about a demon doing something, but he's like, in order to draw someone in, you have to like base it in reality. Yeah. Like, and I think a really good horror movie is always going to do that. Like, it's always going to be like, this is just like something relatable, something like you know, you could deal with this kind of horror every day. But then it's like, now here comes the demons. It's like you could see how like it affects one another. Like no. when you watch the movie, this is why I like watching it a second time, I guess. Maybe the first time I was a little lost for whatever reason, but this time around, it's like you have that, like, is it, is it the mom and the family just like not being able to like deal with their like, you know, mental illness? Or is it like 
the demons this whole time and like the cult like fucking with everything they do and like you could see how it like overlaps and yeah. like you're never really quite sure like what's the cause of everything you know yeah or is it even because of their like mental health history that this cult is even to able to like use this family as its i don't know like specter vessel yeah. to, yeah. to usher in this weird satanic demon yeah mm. one of the kings of hell one of the eight kings of hell yeah yeah, the dad. The dad is like seemingly like he's like, the only level he's the victim. In the movie. He's <laughs> yeah, the victim, exactly. yeah. But he also is taking pills, but just to like deal with I think everything happening around. He's him. also a, I don't know if you caught this, especially at the end when he's emailing to commit his wife. He's a doctor. He's a psychiatrist. Oh, yeah. So like he knows like like mental health shit out the wazoo, and he now sees it. In his wife, and that scene is great too. When he's like, "You're sick, right? Like you're sick." And, and dude, it's cool when like he's the one that pieces it together. It's like, wait, you went and unburied your mother, and mm-hmm. brought her back, or he thinks she did. That. She thinks. However, they did not. Right? No, she isn't crazy. Like, but no. Have you, so going back to like catching small things. Mm-hmm. Did you have you ever caught this? And this is a real thing. You can go back and watch it. Uh huh. Okay. So they get back from uh, the funeral. Okay. And dude, you hear someone upstairs. Yeah. Walking. Oh. But they all walked in the front door. So no one is up there. Right. It's not the dog. It's not the Charlie. It's not Peter. It's not the dad. So it's the cult putting that body in the attic. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I did not catch that. Yeah, dude, oh, my watch God. Watch it again. You'll hear like just footsteps upstairs mm. when they're open, when they're coming through the front door. It's like, oh, dude. Ooh, okay. So they've been That's fucking awesome. with them from like, Jump. That, yeah. That's something that I just want to touch on uh, with this movie. There's, it's not a jump scare horror movie in the slightest. Right. It's but that's like the best. They part take about it, it. They take it. They take a lot of notes from like uh, something we're discussing later this month. Uh, with our boy Rodney Barnes, but The Exorcist, hard Exorcist oh, vibes yeah. and hard Rosemary's Baby vibes. Yes, yeah. uh, I mean heavily. definitely. Oh, Rosemary Baby, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely heavily inspired. Pays homage to those. Yeah, heavily that ending inspired. scene you were talking about that how it was like a celebration. Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I'm saying, what I was saying though, is like one of my favorite things is a lot of the scary things about this movie are just things that are layered, like sounds, like they're all just like imagery in the background. You know what I mean? Like you'll see, you'll just like see faces and see, yes. uh, um, like like it's just like there's constantly like a menacing aura in every scene and shot. I feel Dude, like when she sees her mom's ghost in the beginning. Oh yeah. That's oh, a creepy scene. Terrifying. Terrifying. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's just like, a, it's a brief like silhouette. And then she like turns on the lights and it's a, yeah, it's right. just like, it's just a, like coat. a lamp or something. So yeah. that's what kind of like got me. So like, so I brought this up when, the, when me and Jake started talking about it before we recorded this. So like throughout the movie, like you're saying, but then you start seeing like these naked people in the shadows and at first I thought those were ghosts, but those are, so those are actually like real people in their members. house. Those are the cult members. Okay. Because the first time I really noticed it was, okay, it's right after the mom, the the dad burns up to a crisp. <laughs> and uh, now oh. the mom's possessed. Now Annie's possessed. She's in like oh, the corner. Sam. Yeah, Sam finds it. She's in the corner. Like she's on the ceiling. You see her like, yeah. you know, but in the shadow in the hallway is this naked dude. And I immediately recognize him from the funeral at the beginning. And he's like smiling. That's why I recognize him he's the whole creepy time. Dude smiling yeah. at Charlie. That was creepy. Yeah. I thought that was like Pyman at first, but no, Pyman's not a visible person. No, he's not a visible person okay. yet. Okay, he's no. that light you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. These are things that confused me for whatever reason the first time, but watching it, like when everything connects, it's like that's what makes it a great horror movie. It's like, also yeah, it's also just a well written movie. Yeah. Like nothing's there by accident. Yeah. Like it's it's all like nothing's wasted. Yeah, nothing yeah. is wasted. Also, nothing is there for a cheap scare either. Yeah, that's yeah. A good point. like at all. Yeah, no. What what makes this movie? Because like this movie isn't. Uh, it's not. Um, it's not a horror movie with a high body count. People die, but like it's. But each one has like. Th- Brutal impacts. Oh yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Uh, specifically, we should take. Ta- we gotta, we gotta talk, talk about yeah. You know, the most famous ta- scene in the movie. Easily. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Which like to this day, I love showing people it, especially like 
the girls all date. Like every time if they've never seen it, like that scene, they're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> when I saw it in theaters, I was like, holy shit. Well, and that's... going back to what you said, Cody, about like the sound. We all knew what happened, but it really was the sound of when she the thud, yeah. the thud. You knew it, and you were like, "You want to know yeah. what? What's hilarious is after we agreed to do this recording today, um, and I, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna just like throw this on in the background while I'm like cooking breakfast and stuff," <laughs> and, and when you guys. When you guys sent me the message, the Zoom invite was right when the thud happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, "Time to go, <laughs> dude." I mean, yeah, let, let's let's go back to that scene. Also, let's set it up. I don't know if everyone. Yeah, that's a good point. The movie let's right. a, I'm let's, take a let's hit let's of the bowl. I'll be right here, Jake. I'll you want I'll do one after you. I'll set up the movie. Or Cody, do you want to set it up? Uh, we both can. Um, right, let's I'll set just, up some of it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, what are you saying? I keep you go you. ahead. No, no. We're, we're I was just going to say, so the, the plot of the movie, at this point, in the very first scene, the grandmother, the matriarch of the family passes. There was a funeral. Funeral. And then like you could tell, just like we've been talking about, there's like a lot of unsaid trauma. It, everything, they don't, there's not much exposition, but they do such a good job of making everything clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's a lot of reading between the lines, but the lines are, there's a wide margin. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's not hard to read. So like, there's a lot of family trauma and Tony Collette's character tries to get the son and daughter. Well, she, I think she honestly just kind of wants the kid out of her hair. Wait, can I say one thing really quick about the funeral scene? Because it's like such a throwaway line, but later on you're like, oh shit. The mom, when she gives her eulogy, she's like, wow, there's a lot of uh, strange faces out here that came to see my mom, but like she appreciates this. It's all the cult. Like yeah, she doesn't know any of it. That's crazy. It. No, you're right. She says, I'm surprised to see so many strange new faces here. Yeah. Um, yeah, my but, mom was a, like, was a quiet woman, uh, a secretive woman. Yeah. And then also, so, okay, yeah, I'll pick it up. We'll yeah. Do some tennis, little. Yeah, a little, little boop. Yeah. Well, let's, let's set it up. It's a family. Tony Collette's a mother. Um, there's, a, there's a husband. And then there's Peter, the son, and then Charlie, the daughter. Charlie, who is clearly like, I don't know, looks like almost like a premature type baby. Like, she has some kind of birth defect in a way. She's socially very awkward. Yeah. Um, she's also allergic to peanuts. You actually find that out in this scene. Because she's eating chocolate, and the dad says, "There's no, there's no peanuts in there, is it?" Yeah, and she's like, and then the mom's like, "Oh, we don't have our epipen." So you, you know that, and that's going to play a huge role later. Yeah, and it's uh, with Charlie. Not only like, like clearly, not only, not only um, is she, uh, is she like, you know, have a birth defect and stuff like that, but she also like clearly just like, like the way cement mental health issues. You know what I mean? She's drawing a lot of dark shit. She beheads that fucking bird. Wait, so at that point, so are we to assume that as soon as she starts going like that she's possessed by Pyman? She's already possessed. So that's at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Pyman's already in her. They want her out of her. Gotcha. Because when you're possessed, I guess you just start going like I don't know why that's it's creepy, but like it's not really explained. It's just the smallest like. Well, I think it's just like almost like a tick for her. Yeah, exactly. I think going back to like how I said, like there's clearly like a birth defect. She has um, this peanut allergy. I think these things that you think are these normal like yeah like a tick are actually because of once again the movie's called Hereditary. Is it hereditary because of mental health, or is it hereditary because you know the cult throughout the family throughout the history? Mm, I got you. Okay. So it's like, oh, uh, like, like they even said my brother. She even says my brother was schizophrenic. He probably wasn't. Right. He probably had a fucking demon in him. Right. <laughs> 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 Seriously, yeah. No, that's a great point. And her dad kills himself. I'm pretty sure. And when she's at that meeting, mm -hmm. like my dad drank himself to death or something like that. Right. Yeah, no. So, like, again, once you when you don't have Layers. the supernatural part of it, exactly. it just sounds like yeah. If you took out all the supernatural, this would still be a great, really intense family drama that talks about mental health. Right, exactly. But then, yeah. as you start to learn this stuff, you're like, wait a minute, like it's this yeah, cult is like fucking everything up. Yeah, it's always white people cults too. Yep, and Dowd. <laughs> that's, that's her fact. name, right? Huh? 
Is that the actress, Ann Dowd? Yes, Ann Dowd. She's incredible. She's yeah. incredible in this. She's great in this movie. Yeah. And creepy as fuck. Yeah. Creepy. But also, like, really sweet and grandmotherly at first. Yeah. No, she's great at playing that. If, you see, if you've seen The Leftovers, that's basically how, yeah. like, you get introduced to her. You're like, oh, shit. And she's then, in a lot of shit. Uh, she's so good. I see she's so good. Own. She's in a lot of shit. Yeah. But she's great, and this is Joan. Yeah. yeah. Who, like, befriends her at the meeting. Dude, that scene. Sorry, we're hopping around, but. That scene where she does the uh, the chalkboard and her, mm. her her grandson Louis Louis dude. So I didn't come up with this, but supposedly everyone's like, "Well, it's weird that it's like a satanic cult and like her grandson's name is Louis. Is it actually even a a grandson that they're talking to, <gasps> or is it the devil Lucifer? Lucifer. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a- Louis. Nice. Yeah. Dude, I would totally join a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Like this kind of cult? Yeah. I don't want to join the cult if I'm going to be the one of the ones that, all right, Jake, like your role in this grand scheme is to ultimately like die brutally. I'd be like, no, can I get a cooler? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that would be in this longer. (laughs) That wouldn't be my ideal role, but. But I'm not going to take it. If someone's like, nah, you have to die. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm all good. (laughs) Uh, You, You would still do it? You'd be like, yeah. If the, if I, if my body got to be the devil, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> First off, you're not the devil. You're just one of the eight kings of hell. Pyman. True, yeah. yeah. Kind of like Corson in Philadelphia. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's what it made me think of. Like I, I It's just like the, the demons reigning hell is cool. Like it doesn't have to be like well, the devil. Well, even in Sandman, there's like, there's Lucifer, but there are other like right. high ranking devils and demons. Yes, the rhyming dude. I forget his name. Etrigan? Et, no, no. There's another. There's like, another. Rhyme. The Sandman like fights with him. I forget Squatter his name. Squatterblow. Yeah, exactly. Squatterblow. <laughs> yeah. So Pyman definitely seems like that kind of. Yeah, like, exactly. He's a high-ranking demon. Yeah. Yeah. You have Beelzebub. You know, like yeah. the fly dude. Yep. Yep. There's like other shit other besides Lucifer because there's other like yeah. fallen angels. Azazel. Azazel. But Pyman yeah. seems to be like something also about like having wealth. Yeah, he's you know? supposed to bring you wealth and knowledge. Yeah. And he's supposed to he's he's a demon of debauchery. Mm. So there you go. I feel like all demons are debaucherous in their own way. <laughs> Probably. But you know, like in Sandman, Lucifer is a little bit like It's like you a know. classy, sexy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't necessarily define Lucifer as debaucherous in that one. But yeah. no, I get like Pyman all like the thing about Pyman, he also seems young. Like, just because he's in Peter, part of him being, like, that scene at the end, he's, like, very much looking around, like, it's hard to tell if it's actually Peter. At, you know, like, still going yeah. back to, like, is it actually someone possessed? Is Peter just pretending, like, oh, shit, they think I'm Pyman. Now I have all this power that I didn't have in my family before, you know? Like, it's funny is it a possibility? You, it's funny I'm only you, just thinking that now, sorry. No, no, it's cool that you mentioned him looking around in the script. I, it was on, like, or going through it. He says, uh, the way Ari Aster wrote it was, you know, she's like, welcome, Pyman. And he says, looks indifferent. Mm. Like, he almost doesn't even care. Like, gotcha. it's these people who just summoned him. Like, ugh. Because, like, yeah. even when Peter's there, he, like, he's just like. Yeah. Like, he doesn't give a. Like, this is his coordination, yeah, like, you know? Cool, a bunch of weird people in the treehouse. He almost has, like, <laughs> is he wearing a crown? It reminded me of Jughead. Yes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Dude, hard here. Jughead vibes. <laughs> oh, you can't see it. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Jughead up there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we got to connect the two, especially since it's spooky season October. Yeah. And we have the Archie episode coming. We got. Well, you probably. This is probably. We're doing this will Archie be coming first. After yeah, this. So. All right. Well, then even better. Yeah. There's a connection. It all yeah, connects. It all connects. See, we, we've been planning this for a long time. Just like, yeah. Just like Ari Aster's movie. There's nothing exactly. thrown away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every choice is deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> Comics and Chronic don't play. Planned months ahead. We're like, have you seen Oppenheimer? That's us. <laughs> We're Oppenheimer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, realistically, Anthony's Oppenheimer. I'm Josh Hartnett's character. Yeah. And Cody's Benny Safdie's character. Ooh, nice. Okay, we, I guess we, I'll take. Those are the three big signs. I know did we, we say did, that? We did. We did in we the Oppenheimer? Okay. But we did cover it. I forgot who we gave each other, honestly. Maybe we didn't. <laughs> we no, definitely guys, did. No, we did. We did. I swear to God. Oh, you took Oppenheimer, though. You're like, I'm the Oppenheimer. I think you guys <laughs> gave me Matt Damon, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, you're did. definitely <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, so is that the part we're up to here? Who would we be in hereditary? <laughs> oh, shit. I have to say, I'm the dad. I'm just putting up with yeah. this shit. And I'm just like, all right, keep it together, Anthony. Keep yeah. it together. I would honestly, I would almost give you Peter. Peter, also. I'm the pieman. Oh, I get possessed. I don't yeah. like Peter, no, like You're just this innocent kid who... Yeah, has no role in this evil scheme. Yeah, but who's the one on the podcast? I'm sorry to say that would most likely get <laughs> someone in a road accident. I don't know. It's too hot. So funny. Oh, that's, that's so fucking funny. Who's so the funny. most true. likely right. to get someone in that's a road <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I phrased it that way. Isn't that really his fault? Like his sister, you know, puts her head. Dude, like that's another thing. Like, did the cult or we pilot- barely even covered that scene? All <laughs> yeah. we talked about the fun. That's <laughs> 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 what sticks with you, really. You know, oh, no, well, but also like it's cool because like something like that happening is something like it's like almost like an intrusive thought. Like while oh, you're driving, yeah. you're yeah. you'll pass a telephone pole. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> what if I just like. What if I, you know what I mean? Like, Dude, I know, I know what you mean. I, when I was taking the train the other day, and I would never do this, but I was like, what if I just push that person in the tracks? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, don't. Like, For sure. <laughs> For sure, don't do that. I'm glad you had to tell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure, don't do that. Yeah. Note to self: Don't go on the train with Jake. <laughs> As someone who's been on the train with Jake a lot, you're safe. Yeah, uh, he no, isn't yeah. gonna push you. Yeah, no, we we have a good time on the trains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But as someone who's been in the car with you a lot, does Ooh. that make you Charlie? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Cody would take off my fucking head by accident. <laughs> and, and then, and then tell just anybody. sit there. Like, oh, dude, that what that a scene. harrowing! Yeah. So, dude, so okay, he, in case you guys aren't aware, the fucking Charlie is choking. She's having an allergic reaction to eating uh, peanuts and the cake. In a, in a party that her mom pretty much forced her to. Yeah. Not intentionally for the cult's planning, but yet very much remember that the, the, this was all planned mm. by the cult. There yeah. is even on the telephone pole that she gets beheaded on, there's Payman's insignia. Oh, yeah. That always pops up. It's like on the wall it's or somewhere the, in the background. Her, it's on Joan's carpet thingy. Yes. And that's when she sees it in her oh. grandma's shit. And she's like, hold up. Wait a minute. It almost looks like three curls. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be... Th- I'm serious. Uh, even in like the real shit, and Ariaster is cool for this because he borrowed it. Payman, he rides around a camel. He has like a horn. Even in the music that plays in the end, when they summon him, there are horns in it. Mm. He has a horn, and he has three heads. That's why you see oh. Charlie, the mom, and the grandma. Okay, beheaded. He's supposed to carry around like three heads. Oh shit! And that explains well when Charlie cuts the head off the bird. Okay, yes. nice. And puts oh, a crown shit. on it. Like yeah, yeah. Okay. So like th- huh. that's why that like that's like payment's symbol. Nice. Yeah. That's a crazy detail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's fucking cool. Like e- even as like nerds. <laughs> like I'm not even, not even like a horror nerd, but I like sh- especially cuz now that I'm rewatching Game of Thrones, it's like a specific nice. like magic things. I was like uh, cool. So they obviously like they plan this to a T. Right. Yeah, seriously. Both wow. using like real shit and their own weird cult magic. If it's even real, which we don't know. What if this cult is just fucking crazy, like all cults are, right. when they just kill themselves because they believe, oh, aliens are about to, and then now they're on the news, and they just look like weirdos to us. Right. So once again, going back to what you're saying, like, did they even, like, is pain, is, and it is real? Like, right. is payment the yeah, payment real? but the mom did levitate. She did. Dude, the dad burned up only when a book was thrown that in the was fire. Awesome. No, all those, dude. When she gets possessed by Charlie, she's mm-hmm. like, "Where am I?" And Peter's like, "Stop it! Yeah. Make her stop! Make her stop!" That was that t- scene yeah. is intense as fuck. Yeah, make her stop! Make it, dude. The way his freak out is genuine. Yeah, yeah. It's good yeah. acting, man. He was a good actor too. He was. That kid's a good actor. He was also in Oppenheimer. Yes. Yes. Wait. Very small oh, because he Very was in role. the Nickelodeon TV show yes. as a kid. He yes. was in the Naked Brothers band. That's that kid. But he's also okay. an Oppenheimer. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I recognize him now. Our boy Peter. He's Gabe good. Heyman. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. I'd, okay. I'd be interested to see more shit from him. Yeah. Same here. Honestly. 
I was just thinking, so uh, something else that I brought up to you when we were talking about it. So when Peter's in school, maybe somewhere in the beginning of the movie, they're talking about uh, Sophocles, like this Greek tragedy. And um, the teacher asked the class, they're like, so is uh, the, this character, is he more tragic or less tragic because like his fate is preordained, like there's nothing he can do about it. And the girl's like, well, I think it's more tragic because, the, you know, he's trapped, like, and this family is kind of trapped. Like they're, they're going headlong into this disaster that there's nothing they could do to stop it, obviously. But is that, is that the case? Like, do you think like, you know, this family could, like, because really like there's points in the movie where they do have some control. Like if the mom doesn't listen to um, Joan, then they never do the summoning and they're safe. Like they actually would have been okay because that's kind of where they start to like get better at like talking to each other, at yeah. least at that point. So it's like, it's interesting to think about, like, do they have any control? Like is, you know? Well, I, I see that, but also then <clears throat> also like think about the fact that like, okay, this person just lost her mom and her daughter. So she's severely traumatized and right. her brother throughout her life. Mm -hmm. Here comes this very sweet, unassuming elderly woman who has also lost someone. Dude, what better way to lure someone at your like emotional and mental weakest when you're going through grief mm. and mourning and dealing with like fresh trauma on top of your very much unresolved family trauma. Right. Dude, it's the perfect, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of like, like, yeah, I agree. They, they can make choices, but like, no, these guys are, they're on top of their shit. Almost going back to that, that scene when the teacher is like, is it more tragic or less tragic? And the teacher calls out Peter and the girl looks back at Peter very seductively. Yeah. So as to like almost like lure him to the party. Ooh. Oh, maybe she's part Remember, of the cold. She, yeah. she, I'll tell you why she is. I don't really have much oh. like actual shit to confirm that. Uh -huh. I'll tell you why she probably is. Is because, okay, and I mentioned this to you last time when you brought that thing up. When Peter is smoking weed under the bleachers with his friends, uh -huh. one of his friends has a long hair into like a weird ponytail thingy. Uh -huh. He's also the dude who's in the treehouse at the end. He's one of the naked dudes. Oh, that's... You see his ponytail thing. Oh, so, like, shit. A, the, I think like either the whole town or the majority of this town is very much in on the cult. Okay. Because I was just, I, as soon as you said it before, I'm like, how does the mom, like, how does that part, how does yeah. she get them to the party? That's it. And the, they the, undoubtedly yeah. know that Charlie is allergic to peanuts. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. It just is too, like, because when have you ever been to a fucking party where someone's just yeah. chopping peanuts I've on the I've never been to the party where someone's <laughs> making peanuts and chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> Cody clearly doesn't feel the same. No, I totally agree. I was just, I'm just high as hell. No. And I was just thinking about it. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I was just, it was kind of blowing my mind. It, oh, just so. <laughs> I think there's like real layers to like interpret this movie. Like a kick. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't even, yeah. Like I just thought about like the girl turns around and like looks at him and then invites to the party. Yeah. And he's who she's trying to bang and he's, he's like, his weed. And, yeah. Yeah. And when they go to the party, like he's looking for her and she's with other people yeah. and they're going to smoke, you know, yeah. she's like luring her, him even away from his sister at that point, exactly. you know, uh, it makes too much sense now. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Now I want to watch it again. I like, know, I, even seriously. though, oh man. Dude. Dude. Also, what's creepy, go just going back to, before I forget it, at the end, uh, right when the shit pops off as far as like her floating, you know, Peter wakes up out of bed. After bringing being the dad's already burnt. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know this yet. He's still in his room. He wakes up. Dude, if you look in the like top corner, is Tony Collette. Oh. And shit. then like when he Peter leaves the room, or before Peter leaves the room, you see her Spider-Man. Yes, okay. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Like, I know exactly. Quietly. What you mean. Yeah. Very yeah, yeah. quietly and in the top of the screen. Yeah. Like you can honestly almost barely see it. Right. But, like, I know exactly you what you mean. And yeah. it's just like really unsettling when you do. Yeah. Like, oh, it's because it makes no noise. That's yeah, the craziest no part noise, of it. And she like float spiders yeah. so creepy yep damn that's when the movie gets like really like oh fuck <laughs> yeah basically the moment she throws that book in the fire yeah it, it goes berserkles berserkles it does go berserkles yeah. but like what about even the part where so like we also learn like when they were younger and me this could be the cults doing too the mom what, like she was about to burn her kids alive and because she she blames sleepwalking but like that's a part in the movie where you start to question her character you're like damn no wonder why like i would hate you too if my mom tried to burn me alive jesus christ right. and not taking responsibility again by saying well it's the sleepwalking like at that point you got to be like i'm so fucking sorry like you know like ooh, hold on i'm having a crazy thought here okay not just that just think about it so she's trying to burn her children right 
but she's only doing it when she's sleepwalking. Right. I have to admit, and this is going to sound crazy. <laughs> I think in her, she's doing it subconsciously to protect them, knowing mm. that the only way she can stop any of her kids from being possessed by them is by killing them. And think about it. She only does it when she's sleepwalking, when she's subconscious, because the cult and her mother have influenced her waking life so much mm. that she has no control when she's awake. She almost has more. <laughs> think about it. Even yeah. when she does her little dream, when she's like, I never wanted you. She's more honest and like in, in control in her sleep because no. she's not in control of her life at all. That tracks for me. That really Man, dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> healing back hereditary right now in ways that I never thought I could. <laughs> no, I say this all the time. Like when we talk about a movie or a comic on the podcast, it'll be like right in the moment where I'm like, oh shit, I'm just realizing, just because we're talking yeah. about it, you know, like you're just figuring shit out. Yeah. No, that's really cool. That's, man. This movie's <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. And it's creepy. Like it's really scary. But I think it's fair to say, like, do you get what I mean? Like the first time you watch it, you're not going to catch all these things. No. Kind of like it does need repeat viewing. So like really like get to the meat of it. Because you I, said how many times have you watched I've it? seen it a lot. Yeah. I've seen it like six. I've seen it probably like five or six too. Nice. Like I just like. I like it. It's just a solid movie. Mm. And I don't like horror like that, to be honest. See, I'm a horror nerd. See, I'm and not. this is what kind of this and the witch kind of started that what people talk about on the internet right now. Dude, they, the witch is great. The witch, which yeah. is incredible. Elevated horror. That's what I like. Yeah. yeah. I really like like shit like this, the witch. Um, I know Lighthouse is not a horror, but it's fucking weird. It, crazy. Lighthouse is horror for sure. Is it? Yeah. Midsummer. Yeah. Midsummer, exactly. Once again, Ari Aster. Even, dude, I know you guys haven't seen it. Bo is afraid. It's not scary, but it's fucking weird. Like, yeah. I like Ari Aster's weird mind. No, I love weird. I mean, I wouldn't even call this movie weird. Like, and it, it's almost like a shame to say it's elevated because, like, I mean, I guess it is, but like, a lot of horror movies, even like 80s horror movies, do have the element of like something real. It's not just always like, even if it is like a Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers thing, maybe bad example, but there's plenty of horror where it's just like, no, like part of the horror is still like, A24 didn't invent like the, you know, there could be family drama and horror, but I think they I just agree. do it really well, for sure. I think I think what A24 started, which isn't true about all their movies, because they have movies like Bodies, 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 which is like a, a thriller, a comedy, horror, a slasher comedy. I never saw it. Oh, I haven't seen that it one. It was funny. It was funny as fuck. But, uh, but, like, I think what it is is that I think for a long time, horror leading up to this surge of a24-esque horror movies before that it was there was like a long run of torture porn you know what i mean just like movies where people are uh just like getting brutalized kind of for no reason but you know yes. what i mean like, like hostile like saw hostile exactly yes, yes. um and then there was like a, after that kind of faded, it went into like a long run of like jump scares being yeah. and remakes. I mean, they still do a lot yeah. of remakes, but I feel like it's more sequels now. But we got a lot of remakes after that. I remember Friday mm. the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dude, Texas Chainsaw. That being said, that being said, some of those re I don't I didn't care for the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, mm -mm. but I liked Fri it to be honest. But Friday the Thirteenth and Texas like Chainsaw one. are both incredible. Nice. I actually haven't seen that's the one with Jessica Biel, Jessica right? I Biel. haven't seen that one. I saw that one when it came out. Yeah, nice. in theaters. Dude, yeah, in theaters and Wrong Turn, dude. I love Wrong Turn. Mm. Dude, Jessica Biel was a baddie in that movie. <laughs> um, Wrong Turn. It's Shannon Elizabeth. No, I meant in. Oh, I didn't take yeah. I mean, whatever movie. <laughs> I like Shannon Elizabeth, too. <laughs> oh, she was in American Pie. Yeah, she's the girl, the French girl. Yeah, that's all I know. This, did she, she was, oh, she was in Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. Strike Back. She, she was in a bunch of shit back. Yeah. She was in Buffy. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's like, done up. things. Yeah. yeah she done, put some respect on Shannon Elizabeth's name. Yeah, who's out here disrespecting <laughs> shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway... It is just like a very, the vibes are just like, it, it, I, it, it's like a, it takes back to a lot of like we were talking about earlier, like 70s, uh, satanic horror. You know yeah. what I mean? Satan was big in the 70s. <laughs> he was doing big things. He was just big in my heart. 
Yeah. yeah. He's, He's been to my the heart. way for Ronald Reagan, you know? He needed to <laughs> yeah. be around. <laughs> yeah, he he Satan, Yeah, he was like and now he's a frequent guest of our podcast. Right. He's changed his way. Actually, yeah. I think he started listening. Once we summoned him, he became a fan and then he's like these guys like, make a lot of sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're speaking the truth. <laughs> We've pushed Satan left. <laughs> we pushed Satan left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> no, um, Satan's wait, time out. Am I really Charlie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're you're Joan for sure. Ooh, Ooh yes. Okay. Jake, Jake, Joan. <laughs> I like that. Joan F. H. Dude, that that scene where Peter's at lunch, like right before everything goes crazy, and she's just across the street yelling at him, screaming shit. Like, yeah. Peter, he's get like, out! No one else. Also, here, no, going back to like who's in on it. No one else seems to care that this yeah. lady is screaming. Dude, no, you're right. <laughs> and he's in recess or whatever. Like, right, clearly during lunch. And, right, because right. he looks around. He's like, is yeah. anyone hearing? This no one shit? else is reacting to a crazy woman across the street. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I didn't think about yelling his name and telling him to be expelled. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't happen at my high school. Like, people would be, who the fuck is this lady? Yeah. Like, screaming at yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, lady! Yeah. <laughs> like, people weren't using Karen when I was in high school, but she's a Karen. Like, she's yeah. an evil Karen. She's Ooh. the most evil of Karen. Joan is a satanic Karen. Satanic Karen. There we yeah. go. Ooh. I feel like Satanic Karen would be part of Betty Yayo 2069's, like, oh. evil squad. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> satanic Karen! <laughs> Oh, almost like, almost, uh, wait, an evil uh, dark golden girls? Yes! Oh, <laughs> yes, there we go! Like, she's an individual villain, but then, yeah. like, almost like a Sinister Six, but it's yeah. more. <laughs> we already, oh man, the dark, dark like a dark Avengers squad. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, for so the next, the Texas Chainsaw episode, we gotta figure out yeah. the next member of the dark, of the golden, dark golden girls. girls. <laughs> oh my god. But remember, Betty Yeo 2069 is behind the paywall. You'll have to listen to Patreon. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Betty <Yeo> 2069. <laughs> it's also this month on patreon you're also getting actually i don't know if it'll be out by the time we put this episode out but either on monday october 16th uh ronnie barnes is joining us Ooh. What? Or he joined us already to talk to Exorcist. Yeah. Well, I, shit. Either way, if you pay for our Patreon this month, you get that episode, whether or not it's past live or you're just watching it. But yeah. that's exclusive. Exclusive access. Spooky exclusive. Exclu spooky yeah. exclusive. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Sorry, I had to plug that before we entered the... Uh, Felt like we were going to the Joe Pesci. Uh, oh, no, I don't even think we're there. Oh, sorry. Chug along. Chug along. Hereditary. Hereditary. Okay, wait. So I'm Joan. Oh, yeah, you're Joan. And despite the fact, even should we stick with it or should we give you guys? I'll be Pyman. I'll be a Peter. Yeah. Why not? I do like the dad too, though. For you, you, you give both dad and Peter vibes. Yeah. That, who okay. does that make me? <laughs> yeah, but who does that make Cody? You're Tony Collette, Cody. Ooh. <laughs> Cody just had a revelation. I'm gonna be. Yo, oh, oh, I forgot about that. Oh Dude, my that's god! The new dance. Yeah. <laughs> that's how floss. Oh, yeah. the Tony Collette. The Tony Collette floss. <laughs> <laughs> Your head rolls off. Oh, yeah. that, that was good mining. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, that scene was terrifying. And then yeah, he just hurls himself out the window. Dude, the part when she's banging her head on the dude, like basketball style, banging her head on the attic door yeah so creepy oh and there's cult members yeah. naked standing in the attic already yep yeah. you see them yeah that's when payment jumps out the window he like turns or no peter and then no, when peter, he jumps yeah, off right. out the window he yeah and that's when he gets possessed possessed because yeah. you see that light i guess that proves it it's that light that kind of like it's goes into light him that, like, 
it's Tinkerbell. It's yeah. pretty much Tinkerbell. It's interesting that it is like, <laughs> but it's weird. Like he's a demon and he's like a bright light. Exactly. Like I, that. That's not. Well, he's that's a fallen angel. Away. But that's what I like about it is like, and then you see like Peter start to wake up, and then that boo, that beautiful like yeah. music, like mm. welcome, like it's like they've given birth to payment, right? It, like, yeah. It is. And then it ends with that very nice song, you know, when it once it cuts. Oh, in the credits, yeah, yeah. In the credits. Yeah, You're right. It's cool. Mm. It is like in a weird way. Same with like Midsummer. Like, dude, this woman has had the worst life. Right. And then her happiest moment, she's now free and she now has the family she never had and love and feels loved. Mm-hmm. And she's watching her ex-boyfriend burnt alive. And she yeah. like, and you know, Florence Pugh smiles and that's right. it. And then it cuts. It's like, dude, like Ari Aster, like he makes it's like, a very it's bittersweet. Right. It's like bittersweet in the most warped. Right. It's happy way. ending with an asterisk yeah. next to it. You know, yeah. like you're you have a happy ending, but you may be in a cult now. Ari asterisk? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, they're both like happy endings. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I can't can't Uh, top Ari Aster's. I think now I feel like I'm at the joke. Yeah, that is flying. You just sent us to the joke. I mean, who are we kidding? Then easy money six. Six. Uh, hold on. Yeah, it is. It is. But I'm too far away from <laughs> the oh, I would say it's a, it's a well-earned, well-deserved six. Yeah. Oh, the music that's playing right now is when Peter wakes up and he's going into the treehouse at the end. Nice. Oh, man. I have now possessed Anthony. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for summoning me into this oh. imperfect form. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. This is the most appropriate one for you to be at. Yeah, you think I want to come by for hereditary? Come on. What are you saying? <laughs> Dude, so what's up with payment? Is he cool? Like, what's he like? Uh, payment's a little bitch, if I'm being honest. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he got a lot of people to do his work for him, you know? And then now he's just like, Peter? I mean, Peter. You couldn't find anybody else. Why? Why only this family? They have problems. We could have had a better family, you know? They could have been cooler and, you know, still had a lot of trauma. And I would have, you know, well, no, whatever. Tony Collette's family, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I mean, the dad was in the usual suspects. He should have been a, yeah. more of a badass, you know? Oh. Dude. Oh, man, that was epic. That Jesus was- Christ, what the fuck? Dude, yeah. Anthony. You're, How do you, you feel? I mean, I feel a little bit, uh... I don't know. I actually feel pretty good. You guys should summon the devil more. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think we summon the devil a fair amount. Cody, you there? I'm here. Can Hello. you hear me? Cody. Thank God. Can you hear me? Yes. Nice. Yeah, I shit my pants when the devil possessed me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a well-earned six. Who are we kidding? I think so. Seriously. But this is what I'm saying. The first time I watched it, if like the first, if we did an episode we whenever that was. After the first time. Yeah, I would have given it like maybe not even. I probably. Yeah. I would have hated you. For I would six. have given it a five, but only because it would have been like, oh, these guys will kill me if I give it lower. But no, this is a serious six for me. Like, I, I don't know what I was smoking the first time. <laughs> Probably just not too much. You know what I mean? I might have been so scared that I'm like, this movie sucks. I can't. (laughs) Because it is terrifying. It is. Like, I really would say don't smoke and watch this movie if you can't handle it. Yeah. You might not be able to. But it's a cool fucking. Like, and honestly, more for sometimes the real family moments where it's like, fuck. Yeah, it's too real. (laughs) Like, do I need to have this this (laughs) moment? (laughs) No. Dude, that's what I was thinking when uh, Tony Collette was sawing her head. <laughs> Do I need to do this? So <laughs> With like what? Like piano wire too, right? Like, yeah. Oh God damn. It's just like, yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of death in it, but like what shit there is, is brutal. Yeah. And creepy. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no jump scares, no cheap scares. Ah! It's just like, you're going to watch this thing slowly happen. You might not even catch it. 
Right. It might even just be a glimpse of the grandma's ghost. It's like, oh, what? Because like you almost barely see it. Right. Yeah. He's really good at that shit. Same in Midsummer. There's scenes where when they get there and they start tripping shrooms. Yeah. Okay. There's also scenes like when they're having like they're having lunch with the the cult. Like off in the distance, you'll see like shit is slowly moving. It's fucking yeah. A movie like that and this has to be like that. Like it can't give you the answers, or you have to really question. Like, am I? Is it real? You have to feel like them. You know. Yeah, it's a great movie. Highly recommend it. Go see it. Yeah, yeah. It's been out since 2018. (laughs) I would I would argue one of the best horror movies in the past like 20 years. Yeah, Yeah, we could say decade, and that would be fine. Decade for sure. Decade easily. Yeah. 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 I agree. Well. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. Go check out our Ronnie Barnes episode. Yeah. Or wait for it. Or join us on, on October 16th. Oh, yeah. this. Sign up for the Patreon. It's the only way you're going to get this cool shit. Yep. Ronnie Barnes interviews, exclusive interviews, smoke sessions with us, your boys. Yep. Cody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talking to Cody Cannon, Anthony Ganaccio. <laughs> Hello. And me, Jacob Fage. Just craziness. Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. Hail Pine. Hail Payton. <laughs> Or Pyman? Pyman? They said it both ways, right? Heredity yeah, Terry. Heredity <laughs> Terry. <laughs> That's so funny. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.